Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg and Mike. Welcome. Hey, tonight our subject is we're not sure yet. We we recently have got some responses on the podcast network and some emails saying that we don't do enough show prep before we do our show. And we were actually called to task on uh, a fact that I spouted, which I believe I found evidence and enough support to say I was right. And God, I hate it when I'm right. But yeah, it's, anyways, it's a terrible crime, isn't it? It, it? it is a terrible crime. So this time, instead of prepping before the show and talking, we're just going to have an open mic here and try to figure out what we're going to talk about and, give you and behind, see if we can fill... Behind, yeah, give you a behind-the-scenes behind the look at how MiceCast does their show prep. And then we'll see if we can actually fill 30 to 40, 40 <laughs> minutes with uh, a decent podcast with some substance. Um, maybe, maybe not. Well, we'll probably we'll see. What's, no uh, you've got the piece of paper over in your desk, Mike. What What is some of the list of some of the things we've wanted to talk about? Shoot, I was just about to ask no. you, what do you feel like talking about today? Um, oh, well, <laughs> what, yeah, I keep emailing you ideas, and I know you're you're like the secretary of the podcast. Secretary, you, you keep, screw you, secretary. <laughs> you keep some <laughs> records and write things down, so All right. uh, what um, are some of the ideas that I've given you? The last you? couple ideas, uh, we've, we've exhausted a lot of them. The, the last few that we haven't touched on, uh, of course, the rumor show that we're is it going to be a rumor that we'll get it done? Um, yeah, somebody was bugging us about the rumor show. <laughs> and we'll I'll tell you what I someday. thought the rumor show was going to be about. We're not going to talk about the rumors tonight because Mike totally thought the rumor show was something different than what I thought the rumor show was. So the rumor show I was thinking about was some rumors I heard when I was at Disneyland the, about if you change the right letters on the Disneyland marquee, it would be Eisnerland instead of Disneyland. That was a rumor. And the other rumor that I'd heard, and this this is just you know the tip of the iceberg. The other rumor was that the Mickey Flowers at the train station was going to be taken Kermit. out and replaced with Kermit, uh, and that was right after the acquisition of, or I don't think they had actually acquired partnership Jim or Henson Production sort of yet, but they were just thing. forming up their partnership with Jim Henson before he All died. Right. So we're not going to talk about that, though. That's enough of rumors. Okay. Um, Another thing we had. We had someone ask us about being cast members, what, what it was like, the perks, the downfalls. I don't know. We might, I don't know. Do you want to talk uh, about that? I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe let, later. Well, let me finish the list of what we got. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry. So I know have, it's not all about me. I, I, I know I talk a lot. We have uh, an option to talk about the possibility of a third gate in Anaheim. Um, yep, that rumor's always floating around. Yep. Uh, the question, can Walt Disney World be overdeveloped? That's um, a good one. Let's see. We have some more. Of, uh, <laughs> we have the Casablanca plane. <laughs> Ooh, can't wait to hear Richard online about that one. All right, that's all we get. Uh, yeah, if you notice, we are we are dickless tonight. Yes. So. Uh, Greg's Tomorrowland idea, people over, it says here. About to talk about that. Uh, yeah, that's not a big idea. That's just something small. And for, you know, just you to clear me, something up. You told me did to I write clear it that down? up last time? No, you told me yeah, to no, write no, it Yeah, no, no, I did. Did I, did I clear up the um, misconception of when I talked yes. about... Yes, we did you know, clear up the Star Wars, Wars land. Yes, okay. we cleared that up. Good. Okay. So if you if if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to the previous I, podcast. I have I have a, two more notes here. One that says Disney Studios pre nineteen eighty four, which Richard told me to write down. I don't know. What I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Know, but that was to jog his memory. And then Only lastly, lastly, the joke I made about a fifth gate being yesterday land, a, a place to dump all the attractions all the that Disney <laughs> wants to rip out that the DFs want to keep. So, um, so that's our list. So anything uh, uh, blowing blowing air up your skirt? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I'm intrigued by the question of, of whether or not Walt Disney World could be overdeveloped. Well, that's a good question. Uh, there are certain, you know, um, say, jurisdic- juris- jurisdiction. Jurisdiction. <sighs> See, now you got me screwing it up. <laughs> <laughs> jurisdiction. No, there, there are some... Um, Say pre-agreed to limitations on development that was set forth when you know the land de- deals were uh, made. Sure, and Disney they, worked out to they deal to keep with the, so much as pristine the state swamp government, land, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, pristine swamp land. Well, yeah, you know, I hear that would be considered a wetland. Well, uh, what's the difference? <laughs> little little pond of water. Now it's a wetland. Um, uh, that's f- well, okay. Well, what's the definition of overdeveloped? What does that mean? Well, I guess, I mean, you know, some people might think of overdeveloped like urban sprawl has become in, or what some people think of urban sprawl in Southern California or other metropolitan areas where 
it's just a sea of homes forever and ever, and they're cutting the hillsides down, putting homes on them. That, that's, that is, let's say, overdevelopment or potential overdevelopment in an area. So at Disney World, I remember, like I've said many times, I was there in 1975. It's a few years after it opened. And when we took the little bus from the off-site hotel we stayed in, you saw the Welcome to Disney World sign, which wasn't quite as grand as it is today. And it just seemed like you drove forever till you actually got to the parking lot and to the TD, was it TDC. Uh, is that right? Taking transportation. Yeah, taking transportation, yeah. yes. And it just, I was overwhelmed by the sheer size that you could see Welcome to Disney World and not see anything but trees and pavement uh, for quite a ways. And then I returned in 82 and like a dumb shit scheduled it like a week before okay. Epcot opened. I, I think you can stop bringing that up. Oh, did, shut up! Did you? <laughs> it just really still it's burns me that I missed like, it and had to wait another it's like, it's four like the, years to go. It's like the phrase "delusions of grandeur" is in every Star Wars freaking movie. Greg, yes. Greg, Greg, dumb scheduling. Or movies. you owe me one. You know, somebody <laughs> owes somebody one in every Star Wars movie. I think. Uh, <laughs> Greg's dumb scheduling move for Epcot's going to show up in every podcast. I see. Then in so so now I see where you know from seventy five. To 82, some more development at uh, Walt Disney World, and we stayed in the. Um, that time, my friend and I stayed in those little fifth wheel trailers they used to rent out in Fort Wilderness. Fort, okay. So I'm just trying to. What I'm giving you an idea is what I've seen developed, and then what potentially is yes, overdeveloped. What does okay. overdeveloped mean? Does that mean too many parks? Well, I'm getting there. I'm, oh, I'm building okay. a picture of oh, what okay. is ha- what I see happening. And what could be considered overdeveloped. So right. if you can I'll hold on for a fine, second. Fine, Thank you. Fine. So I see. It sounds like this is our topic then. Uh, yeah. Uh, overdevelopment. Sure. So, again, uh, 75, we stayed in Fort Wilderness. And I was no, bummed that the train. I 82. think the train was, or 82, I'm sorry. The train was already uh, not running in Fort Wilderness. And if anybody knows out there why... They shut the train in Fort Wilderness down. I'm I'm interested. I thought that seemed kind of cool to do. So now go forward to 86, and I go out there, and we stay in the Lake Buena Vista area, which has just a very small uh, marketplace at the time. And the, the Lily Bell, I think, was – I don't think it was brand new, but it was newer. I think it was a new – I want to say it was a new add-on to that. Maybe it was there in the beginning. I, I don't remember. But the Lily Bell did, so, was the far western reach. Oh yes, the it was, was the western kind of, border. Now it, it was like all the way, way around. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like way around the corner from the marketplace. The marketplace, uh, you know, was kind of small, and you can still tell what was the marketplace <laughs> compared to what's been added well, on. Sure, the, the, the architecture is very distinctive 70s, between the two. Yeah, seventies. Um, so you know, there's now there's some more highways. It still seemed like the Disney bus system really ruled those highways, and uh, boy, did they seem small and like those buses were literally inches away from, you know, taking the paint off of each other as they were passing by. So then I just went again, you know, it had been almost 19 years, and I went last summer, or spring break the first time, and I, I was just amazed, you know, now we have two more parks, we have two water parks, we, downtown Disney, Pleasure Island. It seems like people were on the highways just driving through the... the uh, the site to go on to work somewhere else, you know, where you, it just didn't, there wasn't the impression that Disney World had highways through it before. You you kind of drove around it. Now there was, there's I had two, this impression, and, and maybe it's a false impression, but it looked like, you know, Joe Smo was driving to his plumbing job, you know, in Tampa, and he happens to be cranking through, the, you know, uh, Highway 4 or whatever. And maybe that, maybe those were employees going to work, but it just seemed like there were a lot of one one-person cars and uh, didn't look like tourists. So I'm thinking, wow, this has really changed. There's a lot of traffic here in addition to the buses. And it, it used to seem like the buses were on private roads. But, you know, the, the, as a kid when you see things and then maybe as a young adult and then you're gone and, that, you know, now it's 20 years later, you're grown up and you see things a little differently. Maybe it was just a misconception of when I was there as a younger person that, uh, I was so, you know, say enthralled by the place or overwhelmed by uh, what I wanted to see that I didn't pay attention to those details. So I get there now, and it seems 
not as magical as it was when I was a kid, where you were very isolated inside the canopy of Walt Disney World. So, is that overdevelopment now? I mean, people are just whipping through the place. There's a McDonald's, you know, on the highway close to the All Star Resorts. It gas just seemed station. like a different place. Yeah, gas. Well, I think there was a gas station by the Magic Kingdom's parking lot, even as a. Well, when it's I was down, there down by younger, Downtown Disney. But, there's a gas station. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice a that bank. one. A uh, bank. Uh, so, so, is that overdeveloped? I, I mean, I like all the parks. You know, I have my limitations on how much I like some of the parks, but okay. uh, I still enjoy staying on the property. So, how much more could they do? Now, obviously, there are some limitations that they can't develop a certain amount of the land. They've taken some of the land that you just aren't going to see because it's on the what south side of Highway 4. I think that's where Celebration is, I think, on the south side of Highway 4. And somewhere I was reading or one of the podcasts or one of the websites that there is an actual airstrip that they just park buses on now. Because, you know, at one time Walt envisioned that you could fly to Walt Disney World and, and they had their little private airstrip. So, you know, and they have the ballpark. And I think these are all, you know, okay things. But like I say, the isolation, the thing that Disney really wanted to do out there with all his land, which was to not have the little tacky place to evolve around it where you can see it, is borderline now whether or not you consider that achieved or now ruined by the way. I mean, you know, I'm a fan of architecture, right? Yes. But that ugly cast member building that I think Michael Graves did. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's there by Downtown that. Disney. Cool. Well. That's, that's hideous. I, mean, I, I like some weird architecture sometimes. I'm usually fairly conventional, but okay. that's just a weird building. So you, you see that right out on the street. Well, maybe that's what they want. Advertisements, hey, come work here at Disney World. Like people would know in Florida that this big park exists these days. But see, so, see the, the, the isolationism, though, is a, uh, is a choice you make as a guest. You choose to say, you know what, I have no interest in seeing anything outside of Walt Disney World, so I'm not going to rent a car, I'm not going to drive to Universal, I'm not going to drive to SeaWorld, I'm not going to do those things, um, and there you are, you're isolated by choice, you're utilizing strictly the shuttle system, the buses. Yeah, okay. but think about this, right? But, you, uh, you know, you're you're still, on your bus ride that takes... 20 minutes. All All Star Resort. (laughs) 20 minutes. 25 minutes to the Magic Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yes. And on that ride, you get to enjoy billboards within the property. For some reason, vacation club billboards. (laughs) Well, not no, no, not just that. Uh, Mission Space billboards, Tower of Terror billboards. It just didn't seem like when I'm on the park grounds. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't seem like when I'm on on the park grounds that I really need to know. That these rides exist. If you're going to visit all the parks and you're there as a resort guest, I, I have a feeling you're going to be clued in either by the crap they put in your room, yeah. the channels that are running 24 hours a day telling you about the resort on the TVs. It's kind of hard not to miss it. And that, make, to me, kind of makes it not a carnival atmosphere, but some of the things that Disney wanted to not have out there, which popped up at Disneyland. Not to sell his rights, but, you know, the, just the billboards and stuff that were on the hotels and things around well, have you uh, seen, around Disneyland. Have you seen the have, the uh, the uh, tram plaza, the Mickey and French structure at Disneyland? There's three or four billboards there now, too, hanging on the shrubbery. If you're standing there you know, waiting I, for your tram and you're looking across the little road that the tram drives on, on that shrubbery that hides Disneyland Way... There's three or four billboards there. One from no, Monsters, you know, Inc. The, oh, no, really? Yeah. I, the last couple times I parked in the world's largest parking structure, I walked down the stairs, and I walked over to downtown Disney through the hotel, so I didn't oh, even so you, go you didn't jump where on the trams a, were. You didn't jump on a tram. All right. No, I actually enjoy the walk through downtown Disney versus, you know, getting on the... Uh, yeah, if the I was, cattle car with if everybody else. I was by else. myself. I'd be like that too, but I'm dragging two three-year-olds. So you're dragging, or are they in a stroller? No, we try to make them walk. We put them in the stroller once we get off the tram. Well, right, but if you weren't on the tram, then they no, would be from, in the stroller. 
from the from Going the car, the, see now like last time we went there, we got parked in almost the farthest spot from the freaking escalators, <laughs> which is we we're on the fifth floor in that back corner. So yes, they're in the stroller from there. There's a long ass line for the elevator, so he dropped, kicked them out of the strollers, folded them up, went down the escalator, walked. Because the strollers were already folded, we got in a short line for the non-stroller seating area, jumped on there, rode it over. Once we got off, fold them open, get back in. You know, i got to say, I, wa- I looked at all those people lined up with their strollers, you know, in the front where they put and the they, handicap. Because they don't want to fold them up. Yeah, but they tell you to fold them up anyways. The kid can't stay in it. No, but you don't have to even fold them up spot. if you go in the, in the front spot. Or the last car. I know, but how lazy is that? It takes you two seconds. I mean, have you I seen remember some it. it's been crap? a long time. Have you seen some of the crap people have been putting underneath their strollers? Uh, I mean, yeah, that's, freaking huge. That's a whole nother supplies of crap to keep oh, the kid I going. I, anyway, overdevelopment. You know, we still haven't defined what overdevelopment is. Is overdevelopment oh, uh, too many hotel rooms that they can't sell them out in the busy season? Is overdevelopment too many theme parks that? None of them meet their gate expectations. You know. Well, you know, I tell you, I think I think Disney World could actually sustain another park at the peak seasons because the two times I was there, one of them was peak, one of them was just a hair off peak, and I tell you, it would have been nice to have another park. To at hide those in, times. Like California Adventure? No, not like California Adventure. Something <laughs> just a tad better than that. Okay, well, you know, California Adventure is the overflow facility for Disneyland, so... Well, you know, it has become that. I really don't... I believe in my heart. I, I may be totally wrong. I don't think that's what it was intended for, but I have experienced that on one occasion where I didn't have a choice because the non-pass holder with me who bought a ticket couldn't get into Disneyland. So... All right. So, I'm just okay, saying, so think, at the peak think, times, the parks were packed. It would have been nice. somehow you have to bleed people out of the park, right? Correct. So you have to give them something else to do. You well, got two water two parks. Water parks. <laughs> okay, but not everybody are water park people. Correct. You've got the downtown Disney shopping thing. Not everybody's. I mean, I here's the way I looked at it. I don't spend, especially to stay on property, that much money to go shopping, to travel thousands of miles, to spend my day screwing around. I mean, I can go to a water park here if I want to go to you know. Whatever they call these water parks here, I just don't do that. I did it because I was on vacation. The kids wanted to do it, but I'm looking at it. What it's costing me per day? What fifty, sixty bucks a day for a ticket to be in the parks? So I want to maximize my park time. That's what I came yeah, but see, to Disney water, World to but do. Disney water is do parks, parks are not the same as you know raging waters that we got out here. It's no, I, I totally agree. I enjoyed the water park, but one day was enough. Half yeah, of it, well, sure. I mean, we spent half a day. Sure, that was enough. Now I want to get back in the. You know, I want to maximize my morning. Want to maximize my evening? Gotcha. Sleep then I can hours, yeah. go shop if I yeah exactly. Okay. You don't go on vacation to rest. So now, you know? so now, do you think that that the Walt Disney World can support one more gate? What's what do you think the theoretical maximum of gates? At Walt uh, you know, there's World? a lot of land out there. Well, um, okay, the land's not the land's the least of their issue. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Is this all? You know, to me, it's a little bit about positioning. I think right now you've got a lot of just what it just didn't seem like Disney World that I remember in 1986 because of all the just extra movement going in and out of it. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm not sure if it can. I mean, obviously, in the strictest sense, it could be overdeveloped. But would they overdevelop it? I don't think so. Because there's a critical mass point sure. where you just can't get the people there. Uh, wow. They've got comp- pretty decent competitive parks. They spend with how the much? How much, how much money do they spend to build a, to build Animal Kingdom? A lot. <laughs> okay, billion dollars. I, I have no you idea. Know, ha- it's just money. Million? Okay, yeah, but yeah, okay, so it's a lot. We'll use caveman terms. One, two, and many. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give you the technical <laughs> term that the. Um, our business's uh, accountant <laughs> told me, "Shitload of Shitload. money." <laughs> <laughs> Texas units, of, <laughs> Texas units of measurement. That's <laughs> right. Uh. All right. So, the the point is, you can spend that much money to build a gate, and if, not, if the turnstiles don't click, then it's not a re- there's no return on that investment. Right. But probably the better idea would be to expand the existing parks, and expand them by not by not ripping out an attraction just to replace it. 
by keeping an attraction and expanding in some other direction. You mean like adding Toontown or like adding Critter Country or, or well, Bear Country? Toontown wouldn't be my idea of a, a good I, yeah, addition. But, but, that, but those, are, those are examples of land expansion. Sure, Park sure. Expansion. Yeah, yeah, ex- definitely. Like maybe adding a, an attraction based on that um, that old Disney movie, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, hey, uh, I think that might awesome make idea. a good attraction. Yeah, I like. They can that use one. the same ride system as Finding Nemo here in, in California. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, if you look at an aerial photo of the Magic Kingdom, or if you've ridden the the train around, you know, there's a lot of unused space inside the the uh, railroad track. Inside the berm. Yeah, if yeah, you can use that term inside the berm. Not as evident, I don't think, at Disney World as at Disneyland. But yes, I mean, Disneyland expanded outside of the train track at one point, and it had to relay the track to expand the park a little bit. Here, they've got a huge oval. If you want, it's not quite an oval, but you know, they got a huge track, and they haven't totally filled up the space. So yeah, something new back there could be made. I've I always thought, you know, the the old serial uh, movies about mummies and uh, distant lands were always kind of cool. There could be something to be done there. An offshoot Epcot of Adventureland. Off- yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, Adventureland. Adventureland doesn't have a whole lot of adventure to it. I mean, the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. You know, they've got Pirates Light out there at Disney World, so. And they have Aladdin's um, magic carpets and. Yeah, that thing's so stupid. Uh, and the Agrabah. See, yeah, it seemed kind of hokey to me. Again, that's that's one of those cartoony things that I think belongs in Fantasyland, not well, in. Well, you know, there's there's schools of thought out there that any ride aimed at a child needs to be in Fantasyland. Yes, and I don't totally agree with that, but I, I understand totally that anything that's capitalizing off of uh, animation is kind of a Fantasyland thing. Sure. Though, you know, the whole. I remember as a you know a high school kid, I still loved Disney animation at the time. I mean, or I, I mean, I still do. But you know, the, all the kids, you know, they want to be macho. I, you know, I don't, I don't watch cartoons, and I'd be like, no, it's, it's not a cartoon. It's feature animation. Sure. You know, it's it's it blah blah blah. Oh, that's for kids. You know, the original Disney feature animations were not aimed kids. at kids. No. they were they were adult. In fact, I mean, I love watching Pinocchio when he touched the little breast on the statue. And his face turns red. If that's not for an adult, I mean, kids are just right <laughs> over their head. And there's all kinds of those little like references in the old movies, and I I, I find those little touches what make us uh, or make them sure um, identifiable, endearing to me. Yes, they're, exactly. They're funny, yeah. I mean, uh, rather than the cheesy ones, they they've attempted in uh, Little Mermaid and some of those. Know, back back um, when we were younger, you know, when we were you know in our movie going days, we'd make an effort to find. Beauty and the Beast, or or, or find uh, Aladdin, or or uh, Little Mermaid. You had remember we had to go look for seventy millimeter prints so we can see it in all its glory. Oh yeah, definitely. You, know? you wanted to see it in the best possible print. Yeah, and uh, we, and we'd go at night to to minimize the number of kids in the theater. Kids, yes, we would. I mean, so, I, there was a time I had been in the theater to see every feature animation that Disney made, and I think around. The time of Mulan is somewhere where I I missed a couple. I don't. I've still never seen Mulan in its entirety, and I, I don't know. It's not the one I really want to go see. I think the one that kind of blew it for me was the Emperor's New Groove. I and I don't. That was probably after Mulan. That one just didn't float my <laughs> that boat. That was I, funny. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, the one I it's haven't okay, seen. But it, to me, that's no. What killed it for me was what? Hunchback. Hunchback was the last. Animated you know, feature I saw in the theater. Yeah, that okay, that then wasn't. Came Pocahontas. Yeah, and uh, that was a wise choice from what I've seen. Tarzan, I never got to see. Um, you know, Tarzan happened, was actually. okay. A little contemporary with some of the the, the music, but I, uh, I I guess the music. If you go back through all the feature animation, I guess contemporary. It was the music. Music was probably contemporary for its time. Where now we're like, well, what were they trying to do? Go all hip and jazz? It's well, Dale, yeah. What were they doing back then? Um, I know this isn't. We usually don't talk about animation yeah, and stuff, we're but not, yeah, we're um, not movie reviewers anyway. We're a little off off track here. You think? Uh, but 
it just well, you know, we didn't do any show prep, Damn. so well, that, that, that's, just what, that's what happened. We have no talking points in front of us uh, to keep us in line. Okay. I, I heard someone tell Lou and Bob to do that too, but you know, Lou and Bob just do it the way you are. That's what makes you fresh. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so all right, so to talk uh, like the kids, you're fat, man. You're fat. <laughs> I still okay. can't figure out how fat became PHT, but. I must be missing something. Uh, well, you know, pH it makes the up sound, but you just don't got any street cred. I, I guess not. <laughs> you're, not no. you're not street enough. You're and that's okay. I, I that's that's perfectly that's fine right, with yeah. me. I don't I, I don't right. need any of that. So, back to the overdevelopment question. So, rather than build another gate, you think that, but if they expand an existing park, then that doesn't relieve park congestion. That makes people no, no, go no. there to see the new thing. No, but right. okay. Here's the theory. I mean, I mean, have you when when an attraction goes 101 or goes down, down yes. other attractions start to fill up because sure. you, you get an attraction like Pirates, which has a huge capacity, 2200, and it goes down. Everything in the you know, I might be able to tell you exactly what ride capacity. I just happen to have the gold mine of information that oh, I can't say where I acquired, sure. but I found. Is it there? Well, handy let's talk. Oh, it is right behind my desk here. Can't you okay. see it? That big book that I have sitting back here. Let's see. Do you want to see the Pirates Light at Walt Disney World, or do you want to see no, Pirates? No, the original. Screw Disney the light. Line? Screw the light version. Yeah, that's what I say too. Let me find. I flip through all the Walt Disney World stuff that's on top. I don't know why Disney World always gets on top here. Let's see. That's Main Street Disneyland. So, anyways, let's just talk about what we're talking about. All right. While so I'm looking we're talking up. about capacity. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Well, here you go. Pirates of the Caribbean. At least at the time of this printing, had a theoretical hourly capacity of three thousand one hundred fourteen wow. guests an hour. That's a lot. Probably, the, yeah. The opera, the, the real time operational status is probably more like twenty five hundred, two thousand nine hundred twenty. Oh really? Oh, because you, yeah, <laughs> you got the actual thing there. It says twenty nine hundred rider, riders an hour. <sighs> but that's that's all five rows or all six rows full of the. Four to five people, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Here, here's the tar- operational standard capacity. Okay, that's that's what's happening on a normal basis. Yeah, the lines packed. They're filling every single one. That is what happens. Wow. So the small world yeah, probably I mean, similar. Uh, small world. Well, you know, not funny that you mentioned small world. I might be able to tell you that if I uh, can pull it out of my. Yeah, so then build high capacity attractions, small world, omni mover rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely. Something not, that, that n- takes up. Not cycle and reload rides like Dumbo. Right, well, when you figure Mr. Toad has. It can put on 685 people an hour. That's tiny. Okay, Snow White is almost double, it's, it's 1,014 people an hour. That'll tell you why Snow White's line is always, always short, considerably shorter than Peter Pan. Pinocchio must be the and same. Alice, yeah, Alice in Wonderland has 800. Oh, here you go. Small World, 3,200 people an hour. Jeez. Yeah, see yeah. That, Space that. Mountain, Space Mountain, 1,700 people an hour. Which is actually pretty good for a thrill attraction, I would think. Oh, I think it is too. Uh, yeah, because let's see. Wonder if we have the Matterhorn here. And, oh, sorry, excuse me. But Vanhorn's never got a Coke long line. Back. I mean, if you got the line wrapping all around yeah, the, to the back half... Of the, it goes all the way to the back sometimes. That's the only half hour, about? though. That's still that's still less than a half hour if you if you enter from the... from. I don't know, half an hour for me these days, that seems like a long line. When you got an annual pass, you don't want to wait a half an hour. But no, see, you have the opposite mentality. Because you have an annual pass, you have no problem waiting a half an hour. And Walt Disney World yeah, in Florida, I do. when you go I visit, you shouldn't have. You, there's a problem waiting a half an hour because that's that's you know ride per hour rate going up instead of going down. Sure, but I just get to the point I don't want to stand in line anymore. So, but then on the other hand, when you go in there and it's like walk on, you're like, oh my god, I hope I hope they're not going to rip this out because there's not people aren't yeah. riding it. You know, it's something but that you, you like. But if you're standing in line with you know somebody that you can chat with, then who cares? You know, you never notice. Yeah, you know, adventure through inner space at two thousand people an hour. Jeez, Omni Mover. Go through that thing. Good old Omni Mover. Yeah, Omni Mover. Oh, I love the the Omni Mover ride system is is pretty incredible. It's uh, that that was a that was a quite a breakthrough. All right, so you, so <clears throat> your 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 stance is rather than build another gate, add an attraction that's got buku capacity. What's yeah, Jungle Cruise, I, well, that would it? help. What's, what's Jungle Cruise? Just by that. Way? 
just out of curiosity, how much did I say Pirates was? Do you remember off the top of your head? 3,100. What? Theoretical maximum is 3,100. Yeah. Florida, was, it's 30, the actual capacity, the actual working capacity is 3,500. How is that when the ride's shorter? Bigger boats? No, I, I, they, well, let's see. They've got 36 vehicles. The ride length is 1,184 feet. It's 7 minutes, 48 seconds. That's where, that's probably where the difference is going to be. It's a shorter, uh, shorter ride. Let's see. Uh, let's see if I can okay, I can see that then. Okay. All right, that math works in my head. But, yeah, you know, if if they develop too much more where it seems like the outside world is coming in and you're not separated, that's when I think you could say they'll, it's overdeveloped. Though you still may have, what do they got, 40? See, I always get it, these two figures mixed up. There's like 42 square miles and so many thousand acres, or there's yeah. 42,000 acres and there's so many square miles. I, think I always get that one backwards. I, I think 42,000 acres, 4.3 miles, something like, square miles, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're I, right you in know, there. for those who, who are going to question my figures, I didn't look it up. It's in the back of no, my no, head, so I probably get it confused. It's. Well, let's see, 10,000. No, no. It's, it's okay. like 47 square miles, dude. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, 47 square miles and so many... Okay, that's good enough. Um, no, you know what? Pirates in Florida and Pirates at Disney World, their uh, vehicle seating is, is the same, uh, which is 17.5 people. I don't know. You always like that. It's like, you know, there's... 17 uh, and a half people per boat. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's the half a person? Well, that you means this boat these, took 18, uh, that boat took 17. Okay. <laughs> I, I know what it means, dumb <laughs> shit. It just... It always sounds funny. It's like I don't want to see that half a guy that's in the right. Um, but you know, you know, people who are listening are probably just wondering where the heck you're getting that information from. Uh, you know, that's top secret. I yeah, can't tell you. That's, um, that's a that's a mice cast coup right there. No other podcast yeah, I'm is. sure has this book. Uh, yeah, they don't. If anybody asks me to or subpoenas, what it'll be burned about? and they'll what, never find it. What are you talking? No, what are you talking about? That's I don't know what you're talking about. I'm pulling this out of my yeah, ass. That's right. What Disneyland has 40 vehicles compared to Disney World's 36. Well, because the ride tracks longer. You can well, fit more hey, boats on the, the track. Okay, for all, for all those that don't understand our reference to you know Pirate's Light and the original director's cut at Disneyland, um, the length of the Disneyland attraction is 1,838 feet. That's 700 The length of the more, ride at Disney World is 1,184. And our trip time... Wow, this is telling. Walt Disney World's trip time is 7, seven minutes, 48 seconds. You want to take a wild stab at what Disneyland's is? Uh, somewhere close to 15. 14 minutes and 45 seconds. See? That was pretty damn close. I've written it enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. So, ah, wow, that show building is 6,000 square feet. Only, seven, in, in, only 700 feet longer, but twice... So maybe the flow, maybe it's this, maybe it's the feet per hour of flowing through that ride that, that has something to do with it too. Yeah, I, I'm not. That's too deep for me. Well, uh, so yes, I, I think part of overdevelopment is the feel, not the actual overdevelopment, but how they develop it. If it starts to feel like a carnival, and every time they turn around, there's some new flashy in-your-face kind of thing. Um, to me, that would be overdevelopment. I mean, the, the value attractions are very... They're not that far off the highway, if I remember right. It just the seems like resorts. we're very close to the edge. Yeah. Okay. Well, that whole downtown Disney map, district, too, yeah. is also, you know, the edge of civilization. I yeah, mean, I mean, that, that's almost... I mean, that's know, the that border, used to right? Be, that's the, south, that's yeah, the that, southeast border of... of Walt Disney World? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it used to feel a little more remote. I mean... Obviously, civilization is is catching up to the property. That's why I'd like to see most of the development buffered a little bit from okay. the property. And with some of these highways, where it seems like you know, God, that's really pissing me off. But that I can't. My first trip. Where's my, my first trip in 1990? We stayed at the Club Suites. All right, which is. I'm right looking for my passport, which okay. has got some well, aerial keep, maps. Okay, which is. Uh, Excuse me. You know, just just to the north and west of Marketplace. We would take a bus to the marketplace and then walk down that that strip with the off-property Buena Vista 
Lake Buena Vista stuff, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah we which, stayed there one time. Which is, you know, maybe a mile, if that. It's like eight hotels, four on each side of the road. And at the other end of that is a light and a main highway, and across that highway was a, was a shopping center with a grocery store. That's where we went to buy our in-room snacks and treats. Of, yeah, and you know, I don't think when I was there, and, 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 and yeah. I could be wrong, in 86 that uh, some of that was there. If it, You know, we... <clears throat> Our intent wasn't really to walk off property. The, I gotta say the. No, but it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were looking for beer or other similar excitements. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, didn't yeah, have the money so to hang out in there a hotel. Yeah, well, at least when you were there in what, what was that eighty? Um, it was ninety, nineteen ninety, January. Or ninety. There was a downtown Disney or a, a nightlife. Well, Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island had, Pleasure Island had just Pleasure opened, Island. but you know, when again, I, was, hey, when I was there in eighty. Two, uh, nightlife was going up to the contemporary to the bar. There was nothing at night, and if you didn't have a vehicle and you were stuck with Disney transportation, no, you were hosed. You were hosed big time. I actually liked the idea that they brought some nightlife to it. It's just that the nightlife is blending so much with the outer edge that, like I say, it almost seems like it's one. You know, looking at the, this is not a very detailed map in. Um, uh, Passporter, you know, Highway Four goes through the property. Yeah, their celebration off of One Ninety Two. It's on the south side. What celebration? Uh, but cele- Oh, you know, are you serious? You don't know what celebration no. is? It's like that planned community that Disney built was supposed to be all high tech internet and uh, nice houses. Oh, they, you mean Epcot? Controlling about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not in the, <laughs> Epcot was more. Well, you know, some people would say that's part of what the big Epcot dream was, but no, no, no nothing like the real Epcot. But look it up. I mean, as far as a land planning architectural thing, it's, it's been a model city, if you will, or a community on what future developments can be. But, I mean, they control colors of the paint, the, you know, the yard. I mean, it's oh, very so strict. So it's Irvine. It's, yeah, it's Irvine. No, it's, it's, I would say it makes Irvine look like a bunch of conservatives versus the socialist communist state that it is out there. Um, so anyways, it's, I don't know what the streets are that goes, you know, man, Kissimmee is not as, according to this, Matt, Kissimmee is not as not close that, as I always. It's not that big. No, but I always pictured it to be a little closer than according to how this map is showing. Um but anyways, regardless of that, you know, we got, well, I guess it's 417 that maybe goes into the property and 192. I think it's 192 is the one that seemed to me just uh, a big, and the, I guess the 417 kind of connects to the four of people who live it out there. You know, maybe traveling, uh, was it trapped on vacation can kind of clue us in there if he's been there a while. It just seems like there's a major artery-type traffic going through the park or through the park property. Yes. Uh, the resort uh, property that I didn't remember back younger. And just to me, that took away some of the uniqueness of being on property. The, the line I th- was starting to blur to me a little bit of being on or off property. You know, I could stay in the city of Celebration. They have some timeshares over there and just take a little bus. The, the only difference would be I wouldn't get packages delivered to my room and some of the other little perks for staying on property, if you consider those perks. Um, yes. So that line is blurring of being really secluded on property, and that that bugs me in a, uh, a little bit. But you know, I can't do everything my way. I mean, just yeah, and on Highway Four that, that borders uh, Disneyland on the from the Hi, Disneyland Disney World. I'm sorry, excuse me, there. Disney World from the from the northeast going to the southwest. It's that whole yeah. There's south. There's it's a, a whole a, southeast corner. Right, there's a fair chunk of change of land on the on the then, south yeah, it was, side. It's, it's not one, large, and it's one ninety two that that cuts the yeah. south side of it. All right. So I don't know. Uh, that's I it probably it's more of a um, perception of overdevelopment versus true overdevelopment. Just because of the sheer size of the property, it would be really hard. I mean, what did Walt say? He they could do all the dreams they could ever come up with that's in their right. lifetime we and have not the space, yeah. fill the place. And and that is probably true. It's just there's a feel that is not as special to well, me. And well, sure, because you know, take take the concept of another gate. You know, they spend five hundred million dollars, whatever it costs, to open another park, and nobody shows up. Or they have to, heaven forbid, it becomes a seasonal park. That in the off season, they just don't open that gate. Well, see, that would be the big problem. See, Animal Kingdom during certain times of the year, 
you know, what, closes at 5 or 6 o'clock. Oh, yeah. And I think Lou mentioned they did that primeval swirl on their vidcast. Certain times a year, you can't experience the park at night because the park closes. So you don't get this. I, I, what I think makes a lot of the parks magical is the nighttime experience sure. with, with the, the lighting. You've seen yep. some of my pictures I've taken of DCA. For a park that a lot of people don't like, at night there's some great pictures, shot, picture opportunities because of how it looks at night. I think it's, a, it's almost like a whole different experience at night than it is in the daytime. DCA is themed very well. Very, lots of good detail. Portions of it. There are, there are some weak areas of it. But, yeah, it's got some nice theming. Oh, you know, that was something else someone asked us about. We could add that to our list. It was uh, fireworks and parades. Are, yeah, someone did yeah. ask us. And, and yeah. I saw. I finally saw Disney's the, the, the Disneyland 50th parade on Friday. Yeah. That was okay. I'm just not a big parade person. Yeah, I, you know, I saw so much of the Lion King parade when I worked there day in, day out. Um, that stupid song stuck in my head. You know, like uh, Meandering Mouse is complaining about the music in Epcot and <laughs> what's he called? The poo-poo music. The pooping uh, music, in, yeah. In the bathroom. <laughs> the Lion King is just stuck in my head. I don't know. I still have the... the, I don't the know. What I, was it? Uh, I like the Lance Parade with the spinning camels. That was fun. I like the, the 35th anniversary Party Gras. That was fun. Party Gras was interesting, but that was very interactive. The throwing the crap at you and... I still remember the ones when they were roller skating. That, that was, was from that Blast was of the Past, wasn't that? Wasn't that the Blast or, of the Past? Oh, uh, the, they did the, that. Again. Yeah, the Main that Street might Hop, have been. Which was yeah, also fine. Yeah. That was a good little show. You I know the show I, I kind of like, but you know I kind of cut my teeth on some of those early ones, and my kids were young. Uh, was back in Videopolis or whatever they call it now, Fantasyland uh, Theater, oh, where Snow White it's empty had a very now. short yeah. run. Yeah. Which everybody said was an awesome show. I was surprised at how short it ran. I don't know if that was cost saving. But was the what was those Disney afternoon cartoons with Baloo? Oh yeah, and yeah. Chipmunks yeah. and well, it was Disney afternoon, right? The Res- Res- Rescue, Rescue Rangers, Rangers and yeah, the, I still have those tunes kind of stuck in my head. Uh, and I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, barely TV level animation. I mean, it wasn't traditional was quality Disney Town. animation, but yeah. That was oh yeah, Toontown. definitely. Yeah, it was a small uh, world anyways, mall and the uh, motorboat cruise was. Again, you know, lack of show prep off topic, but um, I think we've established that, you know, it's more probably perception of Disney World overdevelopment than true overdevelopment. If we stayed on topic, our stuff would be 20 minutes long. <laughs> that would be no fun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I mean, would you agree? Is that is that how you see overdevelopment? That's no, how I, I, I kind of see I see overdevelopment it. as two things. One, too many hotel rooms that, you know, they're all empty because there's so many that you know, they can't pe- fill them up. Yeah. Well, a lot of people bitched about that when Eisner started building up, is that he was going to hurt, I, at least I, this is the arguments I remember, he was going to hurt the local economy because he's taken, you know, hurting all these, these little mom and pop places. I, you know, I don't know. I think $79 at a value resort is fairly reasonable. Sure. I think that was the, the, the low end because, at least here in California, you can practice, let's see, what, what is, what is, uh, Motel Six up to now forty bucks, fifty 45. bucks. Yeah, fifty. For you know, I mean, the lights always on, as they say, and it's supposed to be clean, but nothing compared to what seventy nine dollars got you at the Value Resort. What's the cheapest and you can find in Vegas on the Strip? Oh, uh, see, we're going, we're going next month, yeah, and we're paying sixty some odd bucks. Sixty nine. I mean, there. Yeah, but we're going on a. In the middle of the week, it's you know it's NAB, so I'm surprised Lou and Bob aren't coming out for NAB. It, it, you know, if oh, they listen to this and they're, they're coming out, let me know. Because I'm going to be out there all week at NAB. But what is during NAB? the week, it's what a little more NAB? expensive. But what's what is Na- NAB? What? Nas- yeah, National Association of Broadcasters. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, these guys always tell me about the cheap rates. They hey, I just went to Vegas and stayed for 20 bucks. Uh, I don't know. I've never found those rooms, at least not on the Strip. And I, I usually only stay on the Strip, maybe downtown occasionally. But... Yeah, we're paying. I think. Yeah, we're paying. Sleazy time we go downtown. Yeah, I'm. You know. (laughs) Yeah, I I pay like six. We've been paying sixty nine bucks a month. Seventy bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, Or did I say a month, a night? You know, you might get lucky if you have a player's card in some of the hotels and and get a little better deal. But you know, I say it's hit and miss. It it depends. I you you're the one that seems to just pop up there for no good reason, get good deals and upgrades because you go at the last minute and at that point. If the hotel's not full, they they just want to fill it. So, 
the deals are ready for the making. But a convention week, like when I go out there, oh, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, the AIA convention or they're something gonna, like that, you forget. Oh, you over, yeah. oh, I got I got raped at the uh, pyramid. Sure, all right. <laughs> it's like ouch. Okay, and then, uh, and then the 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 other aspect is you know, too many gates, too many gates, uh, not enough people going to the turnstiles. They're gonna close a gate to make the yeah. parks you know worth. Yeah, I, I would hate to see a park that is seasonal. I think, I actually think a really well done fifth park might be able to do it, but I really would prefer seeing more pavilions in yes, Epcot with rides in them. Yeah, I, that's I, I enjoy trying out the food and drinking the beer. Yeah, that's and, great, but rides. But I want to put my butt in the seat and have some experience of some type, you know. Uh, you know, like I, I made, well, I made a comment on the the podcast. You know, the original extra attractions they they advertised when we were there in '82 was Equatorial Africa. Never happened. That little thing they call yeah, Africa the out, now. The outpost. The outpost. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. Israel and Israel has never come through with anything. Richard says it's still on the books, but you know it just hasn't happened. And Spain, and, you know, could you imagine bullfighting? And, and that I think that'd be, awesome. be cool. They should make. A, they should make. A, I don't know what they were going to do with Spain, but could you imagine making a little bullfighting thing? I think that'd be, that'd be a lot of awesome. fun. Uh, that'd be a great spectator thing, you know. But <laughs> See something, something ignored, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't die because nobody dies. Yeah, at no one dies at Disney World. But, Disney World. <laughs> but, but, no, how about how about instead of bullfighting, the running with the bulls? You could do that. Oh yeah, there, that's a good one. Sure, run. that's one of those backstage tour things. If you'd like to run with the bulls, you know these are not any audio animatronic bulls either. These are the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, there were rumors for a while. You know, maybe they'll do Switzerland and what, get another Matterhorn. But instead of, no, uh, they have Expedition Everest now. They don't need a Matterhorn. Well, well, they were saying instead of a roller coaster, it might be a flume ride. Well, you know, sure, why not? Okay. Um, uh, any just give me any place. Uh, Russia, that was a rumor for. Could you see Saint Peter's oh, or Saint something? Peter's Square, in, in, yeah. See, uh, that that would be good. Now, you know, I don't know what you would do for a ride in Russia. Saint Peter's Square, it's Red Square. Saint Basil's is the church. Oh, thank you. What's Saint? Isn't there a Saint? Saint Peter's, Peter's isn't the, the Vatican. Saint Peter's. I, oh, I know that, the but there's Saint Petersburg. I'm thinking of Saint Petersburg, the That's the uh, city, I guess. Um, I guess you could do a. Uh, a communist revolution. You can either run with the, uh, yeah. you know, the czar, or run with the, yeah. the communists. Yeah, I, that could be interesting. I don't know. Um, <sighs> see, they've got Germany. What other fun countries could we do? Oh, let's say Colombia. You know, you could practice running drugs or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. We, this could get really bad. Oh. Um, <laughs> or Panama practice. Practice being the dictator that <laughs> that you know. Rolls yeah, they're gonna have a little reality show, sort of like you want to be a millionaire. It's like you want to be a dictator. Uh, you know? <laughs> no, those are really bad. There's got to be some other, you know, China. Oh, they don't get China. Um, yeah, uh, they got Japan. Those are the two big Asian countries. Um, Vietnam. Yeah. Shoot, shoot, uh, down, shoot down Yankee air pirates. There you go, and you you can you can uh, shoot an AK-7. It's got a distinct sound a- when fired. AK-47. What, what did I say? AK-7. That's, yeah. You, oh, you, sorry. You left the, you the dropped, four out of there. You dropped the letter. Yeah, yes, drop the four. Um, right. Yeah, it's got a distinct sound when fired. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the preferred weapon of your, your enemy. enemy. Yeah. Just, uh, but yeah, you know, some more land pavilions. I think that'd be good, or even updating some of the land pavilions they have to different attractions. I understand. France is thinking about updating their uh, their show, but it's probably still, you know, it's probably still going to be a movie. It'd be nice to, or maybe you know, make some of the lands bigger. I think, you know, uh, I I liked I liked the uh, United Kingdom one, but because you can kind of wander back a little bit, but you know, a little more depth to give you a little more feel of immersion. Well, some of them are pretty deep. You know, Italy's deep, Mor- Morocco's kind of deep, but. Yeah, it's I deep, wonder, but you can see all the way through. You can't get back in there and really feel like you're you're okay. in it without seeing out. I think Morocco, you actually had kind of a couple little lefts and rights you can make. But I, uh, I wonder, in fact, did you, I wonder, did you see that? Did you see that um, survey about the worst food 
and Disney World Morocco was listed. Oh gosh, no, I haven't seen it. I don't. Nothing on those menus looked palatable to me, but that's. Wait, you don't you like know, chocolate I'm, covered grasshoppers? No, I kept telling my kids you know, they could have monkey brain. Like okay. In, like they did <laughs> well, Indiana no, Jones. I, yeah. <laughs> Cracked the little heads open. <laughs> now I'm wondering if if United Kingdom or you know Britain suffers from poor placement up against that canal. It heads out to Boardwalk and all that. Yeah, I, actually, it's too bad the United Kingdom has to be united because I think you could do oh, yeah. Ireland Great all Britain, on its own, Ireland, Scotland, Scotland all on yeah, its yeah. own. You could do all three of those all on their own. I mean, can you imagine St. Paddy's Day every day of the year in, in Ireland? I yeah. mean, uh, <laughs> but uh, there's definitely some other places you could do, you know, Argentina, maybe Chile. There, there's, there's some interesting countries around the world that there's Argentina would be, they haven't even touched on. Would probably be a good idea. What? Argentina. Argentina? Or, or, or uh, uh, yeah, Argentina. What's the other one? It's uh, Brazil, Peru, Chile. A lot of, lot of countries yeah. down there, Mike. Where's Buenos Aires? Argentina, right? Yeah. Argentina, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I think that would be. Libya, you know. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> South Africa. Cross this Iraq. Line, the line of death. <laughs> Persia. Oh, that doesn't Persia. exist anymore. Persia <laughs> still exists. It's called the Middle East. Uh, Persia is a country. That, that's what you know, the, our local radio host people call and say, I'm Persian. He's like, excuse me? Oh, I'm Persian. Where's Persia? <laughs> <laughs> right. they, they never want to say they're from what country yeah. you know used is now and used to be Persia. Well, uh, because that's you know. Iran and Iraq. <laughs> yes, I know. India, there's a lot of good good things that could be. India could be pretty cool. There's some oh, yeah. great architecture, but you know that Animal Kingdom's kind of done some of that. So yeah, I don't know if you could really do that. But expand those parks. Animal Kingdom, like I tell you, it's for me, it's a half day park. There needs to be some more things happening there. Obviously, they've got room. A lot more can happen tons there. Of room there. But th- that's again, the Magic Kingdom's got a lot of area within the operational train route. That is undeveloped and has remained undeveloped for what thir- almost thirty years now. Sure. Why not? Or more, more than thirty years now. Yeah, so their mindset is that. Bad. Yeah, I think they've kind of, they've kind of stopped developing that part. They're just working within what building can we empty out and put something else in versus using some of the land. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's a bad. Well, maybe with Lasseter things will change. Who knows? It's so. always hope. You can always hope. It's fun to dream and hope. Exactly. So no, you know that is the problem of you know developing another park. Though I bet you people would would run in droves to see Disney Seas here in the United States. Oh yeah. Though does that park? I, you know, I guess I've really seen a lot of pictures of that park. I know the concept because they were going to build it here in Long Beach before that whole thing fell apart. It, does it? Is it dependent on being next to the sea? I have you know, no is idea. It interacting at all with with you um, would think so because it's, kind of, it's kind of got that. Uh, you know, aquarium thing going on. Sure. But, I mean, everybody says it's a beautiful park. That would be kind of interesting yeah. to see. Um, and then, again, there's always your idea of all the attractions they demolished to well, they rip kicked out, out the, of the parks and the, the, put the, in the fifth the, park is all the, the, the yesterday land stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll have to explore that next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that might be fun. Maybe people could uh, either write us, email yeah, us, uh, well, podcast. Make, well, let's or, make it official. Make it official. Yeah, let's, let's just move on. I think we're about... You know, we're, we're stuttering and sputtering, okay, yeah, trying to fill airtime here. So screw it. Let's get done and get this over with. Let's and make I can it go official. Send, yeah, send us an email to... Wow. Take your you pick. Our email already? Yeah, well, no, I haven't, but I'm just trying to think of the right one. But send an email to, you know, info at micecast.com. And in your email, state which extinct attraction or yesterday land attraction, attraction that's no longer at Disney World... You know, or excuse me, the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, whatever, or Disneyland that you would like to see reincarnated. Oh, don't forget DCA. There are people yes. who would like to see that superstar sure, memo come. Sure, but I'm yes. sure there's at least one out there. If if uh, if you think there's an attraction <laughs> that you think needs to be brought back, send us an email, and we'll go through them in our Fifth Gate Yesterday Land Extreme Attractions podcast coming up. We'll be the next yeah. one. It might take a few. Uh, episodes for the emails It'll take to catch a while. up. That's yeah. a total fantasy. Pull it out of your but, ass thing. But yes, you know, we're, <laughs> we're requesting from our listenership ideas of what attraction they would like to see oh, reincarnated. By the way, my, I, someone commented, I don't know if it was on Podcast Network or in one of our emails, about I hope you guys consider Main Street a sacred cow. 
and we kind of <laughs> glossed over that because we talked about only about the train station. Sure. And I will say only this to that. Is that right? This to that. Main Street as a concept and as the facades, I think, is a must-keep. What's inside right, of them sure. could, could be gutted and changed at any time, in my opinion. Though I have my favorite things that I wouldn't like to see go away. But, yes, you'd have to keep the Main Street concept, but the insides could be just like totally sp- changed Just out. like Space of Birth. The ball has to stay there. Yeah, all the all right. Same thing. Same concept. So send us an email saying what attraction you would like to see reborn, and then while we're, as long as we're on the subject of housekeeping, you know, we'll plug the Disney Podcast Network. Okay. Well, uh, before you blow that again this time, because didn't you it. didn't give love to everybody that no, you no, needed no. to. No, no, no. He. I think he's talking about I didn't specifically mention his show and what we like about it or dislike about it. That's because oh, I have I have well, the list right here in front of me. I have the freaking website open. Oh, so I, do I. I, I jumped I, up there too just to make sure that we didn't leave I anybody out. Anybody. So, so you go. Well, ahead. I, I have. You run down. Can the I list. start reading them off, or yes. do you want to read no, them? No, you off? do it. I, okay, because I, I want to comment because I'm starting to listen to some of these more. At first, I wasn't. I gotta admit, wasn't listening to all these. <gasps> Meandering Mouse Podcast. He is the host of the Disney Podcast Network, and it is where you would think it would be: www.disneypodcastnet.com. Dot com. Uh, he is the host, and thank you for hosting this. Uh, I enjoy this one a lot. I've been listening to it more and more. He's, he's a little off-kilter, if you will, a little pun there to our, our friends at Epcot. Um, funny. Some interesting stuff, especially the poo-poo music. That, that, was, um, that was funny. Trapped on Vacation podcast, which we believe is uh, um, a present cast member at Walt Disney World, though he never tells you where he actually works, which is probably for a him. smart thing smart on his thing part. To do, yes. um, another fun one, because he just walks around the parks and talks about what he sees. It's, it's interesting. Sounds good, too. Uh, Wendell, good. Yeah, yeah, he's got pretty decent quality. I think it's, it's good. But I Wendell like, to the Magic... Po- go ahead. Are I was, you going to interrupt was, every time I talk? No, no. You just I'm going to give you my, my opinions, too. What I like about... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like was I going too fast for you? No, no. What I like about Earl is that you know when his opening thing is he talks about having thirty millions of Disney monorails strapped to his ass. Yeah, I, right, right I like. I want him to email and tell me what that song is he plays about uh, waking up and being in Tomorrowland. Okay. I want to hear the rest. He's of got it. a voicemail I, line. You can call him and ask him. All right, go on. Well, now that he's heard this, because I know he listens to us, he's he's going to email me. I just okay. know. I, I'll get a private email tomorrow. Good. I just know. Good. It. All right. Okay. Windows to the Magic podcast. I don't listen to this one as much, but I have listened to it, and I think it is good. Good quality. We um, we liken him to the Mister Rogers of the Disney Podcast Network because he's very sounds sounds like Mister Rogers. Nice soothing tones. <laughs> I, you know, he could or be, or is he like that guy on Good Morning Vietnam? No, no, no. Oh yeah, no, he's not that. He's not. He's not dull and dry. He's not Dan the Man. Dan the Man Levitan. No, he's not Dan the Man Levitan. Okay, that's right. Okay, so no, yeah, good quality. It's a great quality podcast. Uh, another one of my favorites, the Extinct Attractions Club podcast. Uh, the girl cracks me up because she's very giggly. She's very young and vibrant. Or uh, that's not the right Vivacious, word. Um, you know what I mean. That's the right word. And I like that they talk about the extinct attractions. And here's where my idea, where there is no such thing as the sacred cow, except for those few minor things I mentioned. These guys are capturing all those old sacred cows that got whacked at some point. Uh, on video, and they're interviewing a lot of key Disney people that have been around for years, and um, I think that's great. I, I haven't bought any of their DVDs yet, though I wanted to, because some of them look really interesting. Uh, check them out; they're 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 fun. They've had a couple long ones like us that maxed like, over like, an hour, but like this one's turning good too. Is it? Yeah, God, we we said we wouldn't yeah, do that. Fifty-eight. We're almost done. Yeah, we're almost okay, done. Okay. Any comments there about extinct no, attractions? No. Okay, that's nice. Uh, thanks for the love there, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Park Hopping Podcast, another fine one. We've got a few comments on the podcast, yeah. and that now, about our now, show from that guy. Now, Alan Huffman, he's, now his comments are always meant to help us become better. No, he's, I will admit. He's always so he, got... Isn't always, he the one that, that took me to task for yes, calling it... Yes. Okay, well, I was he's, right. He Well, but he some of his other stuff he's talked about... About things we no, should do. He does have good suggestions. And that's one thing we do have to uh, mention about the Disney Podcast Net Network that all these fellow podcasters are, we critique each other, we give our opinions, we 
uh, like to say that when reviews are bad, those people are full of shit and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. Encourage each other to do exactly. keep on going and don't let it uh, drag you down. So yeah, so his his are uh, good comments. Uh, Beyond Main Street. This is one of my favorite everyday guy. This is a vidcast, and they are everyday. Uh, you, you know, obviously they're no, uh, you know, Harrison Ford or uh, uh, any of those other good-looking guys. I can't think of any oh, right now because it's really not my thing. Sup to Bob but, right now. Say sup. Yeah, they're what's up? Sup. They're they're just everyday goofy guys, and they've got a little bit of criticism that they don't seem to be prepared. Who gives a crap? That's they have a new show they're tomorrow. fun. Well, I'm going to be sending one of my photographs put, put on their blue yeah, right. scheme because they've been asking people for photographs, so I'm going to send them one. But I like these guys because they're just average guys. Keep giving Bob a little crap for all that uh, Warner Brother crap he wears and the Universal crap he wears. Uh, you know, he is a Disney vidcast, you know, you freaking idiot. Anyways, right. Lou, keep up the good work. The next one, uh, what do we got? The zip a doo pod just this is a little newer one. He had had an early show, and then he went for a long time before he had another show. I've, I've been listening to his. his. And he, yeah, he had a good interview he, with um, Jim Hill from Jim Hill Media, uh, one I really liked a lot. Uh, that was a really good show. I heard. I heard. I listened to the one where he was ripping on Iger for not releasing Song of the South. Yeah, Iger's uh, needs a, as I tell my wife sometimes needs a spine donor because <laughs> from from what I understand that. It's released overseas, just not here in the States. Now, I could be totally wrong, but I think Richard told me that, or somebody told me that. Um, but see, back in the days when you could get a laser disc, and there were no regional uh, standards, so you yeah. could play them anywhere, uh, some of that good stuff you used to be able to get out of Japan, you just can't get anymore. Uh, I still, I'm sure someone on the Internet is cracking all that crap. There's always a crack somewhere. Sure. Let's see, the next one on the list, hey, MiceCast. These are great guys. I love this podcast. Um, any comments, Mike? Yeah, they're awesome. No? Okay. Yeah. They're awesome. Thank you. Yeah. What's up? Uh, <laughs> bringing Disneyland Home Vidcast is the next one. <laughs> I loved watching uh, Splash when he didn't realize how wet he was going to get. His camera was oh. soaked at the end. That, I, watched that was his, <laughs> I watched his screaming, his California screaming. Oh, the screaming one was good. I liked that ride, too. And that that was good. Good, yeah. I, I, asked him, I asked him if he couldn't, you know, there's smog, you can see smog, and then distance and asked him how come he couldn't you know make California look better and pull a smog out and post but yeah yeah I, I, I you know I DV'd the whole uh, uh, test track and it didn't come out as good as I would have hoped it you know, had a hard time focusing in some of the real low light areas and it took a while for it to readjust yeah. so I just had it on auto so it's too bad I would have liked to you know pass that on to someone that we don't do vidcast, but you know there's a few good guys out there hey, doing that. We might that. try that as an experiment once. Yeah, we might. And then uh, see that last one. That's not that's actually it. a that's uh, cast. That's just yeah. an open discussion about the Disney parks. Yeah. And of course, we have our we have our secret hand club shake area for the Disney <laughs> Podcast Network members only. Yeah. Uh, you you only you can only wish you knew what went on behind <laughs> that area, the Disney Podcast oh, yeah, it's Network. A, it's a mystery. It's the priority it Zion, right? That's right. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the list of the current members of the Disney Podcast Network. How many more times can give, I mention the Disney Podcast Network? Give them all Network? a listen. We are all diverse. A couple casts overlap, but most of us have our own little thing we're doing. You know, like us. Oh, did you notice on our website? I put our tagline as a is candid Disney discussion with an attitude. No, I didn't. But thank you. Yes. I think that was. That's better than what we had before, yeah. probably since we probably didn't have anything that's before. That's right. Uh, and, you know, this has been the first, that's right, the first podcast in a long time that no F-bomb was dropped. Good. So, and very that's few four-letter words. I don't yeah, know. At least good. I didn't think there was no, that many. No, you but, did awesome. Uh, thanks. We, we, I, can, I, I, we can lower the rating to PG. Oh, you know, there just wasn't that much that got me excited today. So. Well, that's good. I can't wait to do... The uh, the Casablanca plane okay. one. We got to get Richard <laughs> okay. in the studio for that well, one. He might he might listen to this and then be wary. So let's not say. Yeah, I shouldn't say too much because I'm going to rip him a new one. All on right. That one. So, uh, so oh, now we need to do the disclaimer. We forgot to do the disclaimer last couple shows. Well, you know, we probably really should do that at the beginning. Not that anybody who had listened to even five minutes of our show could even assume we had sure. any association with Disney or any of their associates well, we or affiliates. None. But we have absolutely zip none, and we don't do show prep, as you just noticed. 
we, we're not affiliated with Disney. What, what is it? We, we these are our opinions, not endorsed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, screw you if you think we missed something. That's part of the magic that's of right. our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, all that's left to do is say good night. I don't know. I, it sounds like it is. So, was that your good night? Yes, that was my good night. Pretty lame. Good night. Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart When it becomes a reality It's a dream come true for you and me So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away